0: Long nights of the soul, what a cliché, until one actually happens, of course, as in this updating of a famous tale from antiquity. HERCULES Once Hercules awoke in a sweat. Night sweats were not unusual in the lives of heroes, given all they had to sleep off on a daily basis. Feats of brawn and endurance were already a strain on the system, to say nothing of the added demands of living up to the expectations that came with a famous name. At times, the stress of being constantly in the public light could drive one deep into oneself for refuge. A sanctuary Dense and green, yet never free of vague shadows slipping along the edges of awareness. The tension of being on the alert against these phantoms of the mind still gripped one long after the nerves and muscles of the body had relaxed. And dreams only made things worse— especially recurrent ones, like the nightmare that left Hercules drained and gasping for breath again now. He laid an arm across his wet forehead, forcing thick beads out from underneath and down over his closed eyes, down over his cheeks and into the creases of his neck, then on to the sheets, long since fused to his back like a skin of clammy dread. However tightly he clenched his eyes, the nightmare continued to repeat itself against the back of the burning lids. It was the same every time. He and the giant Antaeus locked together to the death in a wrestling match where death never came for either of them. Hercules was certain he'd dispatched Antaeus long ago, But with each return of the dream, he had to learn as if for the first time the secret that allowed the giant to bounce back whenever he was thrown to his mother earth, revived by her embrace and twice as fierce. And always, when he'd finally understood that holding his foe in the air was the way to squeeze the life out of him, the dream take the same turn, and Hercules, looking up into the agonized face, would suddenly recognize it as his own. It was all he could do to keep from dropping the giant in fright. Only the certainty that to loosen his grasp would mean prolonging the duel as Antaeus regained his power and he lost more of his own kept Hercules struggling to maintain an advantage so hard won. With every tightening of his clasp, however, the tortured grimace above him became more unmistakably his. The bulging eyes his, the writhing jaw muscles, the mouth stretched wide and sucking at the air, all of them his and with the whole of his strength locked in the death hug he had on his foe, he couldn't turn away to either left or right, himself caught in the arms of the nightmare's greater force. But worse was the fear his trusted might had served only to pinion him between victory and defeat with neither one a possible release. Or would the death of Anteus not also be his own death, while loss to the giant be a failure to master himself? This stalemate was what left Hercules exhausted and covered in sweat. Shouldn't a fatal contest have an end? Yet the summons of the giant's recurrent taunts was all he could imagine for nights to come and the iron necessity to answer them. His breath, as he lay waiting for a new dawn, had a scummy staleness, as though life had clotted within him, refusing to move either forward or back. Whatever measure of his renowned strength was left might only be enough not to hoist Antaeus aloft one more time, but merely to steady himself against collapse and a fall into the nightmare's full horror. And there, always holding him fast with its unwonted challenge, this face in extremis, in pain he'd never thought possible. More fables and parables, like the one you've just heard, are available for reading, downloading and forwarding at www.stuffedfabulous.com. Bound collections of tales in the series Likely Stories, Contemporary Fables and Parables and audio CD collections of selected tales can also be ordered through bookstores or directly through the orders page of the website.